in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the third Sunday of the Coptic month, Tut. And as you know, this is the first month in the Coptic year. So, the theme of this month is love of God the Father, and love of God the Father. In the first Sunday, the Gospel spoke to us about the counsel of God toward us, the will of God toward us, his desire that all be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. But some people accepted the counsel of God toward them, like uh, the tax collector, the adulterers, they accepted the, actually the counsel of God toward them and they repented and went to John the Baptist and were baptized. But other people like the Pharisees and the scribes, they rejected the counsel of God toward them. And the counsel of God reflects his love toward us. His desire is to save us and all of us come to the knowledge of truth. Last Sunday, which is the second Sunday of the Coptic month Tut, it spoke about the revelation of God toward us. God, in his love, is willing to reveal himself to us. And we heard in the Gospel, no one knows the Father except the Son. And no one knows the Son except the Father, and whom the Son is willing to reveal. So God wants actually not only to save us, but to reveal himself to us in order to be in union, in oneness with him. So uh, some people actually who are humble in heart, who actually love God, people who love one another, people who walk in the fear of God, to these people God will reveal himself. And this brings us to uh, today, the third Sunday, and also the next Sunday, the church gives us example about the love of God toward the sinners. Because anyone easily can love people who are godly and righteous. But to love the sinners and to accept them and to make them feel welcomed, loved, accepted, it's a challenge to many people. So today, the love of God toward Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, who was a tax collector, means he was harsh in his dealing with others, he was greedy for money, he was um, unfair and unjust, to many people. And next Sunday about the sinful woman that the Lord met her in the house of uh, Simeon the Pharisee. So today we can see the love of God toward Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus actually, as we heard in the Gospel of St. Luke chapter 19, he sought to see who Jesus was. He sought to see who Jesus was. 
Uh, and this desire actually made Zacchaeus to overcome many obstacles in his way to see the Lord Jesus. So, at least there were four obstacles in front of him. The first obstacle, his reputation. As a tax collector, people knows or judge him as a sinner, and many people will judge him why you want actually to see Jesus. Jesus, according to them, is a prophet, is a man of God. Why you want to see him? Like sometimes when a person who is far from God and far from the church then comes and enters the church, some of us, we look at this person with judgmental attitude. Why are you here? You live your life uh, in ungodliness. Why you are coming today to the church? So this was actually the first obstacle. How to face people who actually hate him, they don't love him, and they judge him as a sinner. And actually that happened when the Lord said, I must stay at your house. The people said he went to stay at a house of a sinner. Uh, so the people judged him as a sin. This was the first obstacle. The second obstacle, usually the Lord Jesus Christ was surrounded with a crowd of people. And in order actually to go and be able to see Jesus even from afar off, it would be a great challenge. Uh, especially he was of short stature. So even if he stood among the crowd, he can lift up his eyes to see him. Uh, and, he, and among this crowd, how he will be able to uh, go to the Lord Jesus Christ and to see him uh, from close. Especially the people will never give him this opportunity. The third challenge, as a rich man, I am sure he was concerned about his prestige and his uh, reputation among the people, how people will uh, will see him uh, because he's among the elite of the congregation. Uh, and the idea came to him to climb over a, a tree or to jump over something high to be able to see the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm sure he started to think whether this will be, uh, how, how it would be received by the people. Maybe they will laugh at him, they make fun of him. So this was also a third challenge, his prestige and the image that you want to keep among the people as rich men among the elite. And the fourth challenge, it is not easy to climb a tree. How many of us climbed a tree? It's not easy uh, to climb a tree in order to be able to see the Lord Jesus Christ. But his desire to see the Lord was very, very strong. That's why he overcame all these 
uh, obstacles. And he climbed over a sycamore tree just to be able, all his desire, to see the Lord Jesus from afar off. But was this a desire of curiosity? Just he was curious to see Jesus? Definitely not. Because if it was a desire of curiosity uh, and all these obstacles, he wouldn't care to climb the tree. And also from his reaction after the Lord told him, I must stay at your house, immediately he said, half of my goods I will give to the poor. And uh, if I was unfair to anybody, I will restore fourfold. So this reaction tells us that his desire was more and above than just curiosity. He was not only just curious to see who Jesus was, but it was a desire to repent. It was a desire to be reconnected with God. And there is actually a big lesson to all of us here. Many of us when we see some obstacles, we cancel God from our list. For example, if I am tired, I'm not going to the church. If uh, I'm not in a good mood, I'm not going to fast. If I am in financial uh, constraints, I'm not going to pay my tithe. So it's easy for us to cancel our obligation toward the Lord in spite of his love toward us when there is any obstacle and any excuse. And just ask yourself, do we pray regularly? Do we study the scripture regularly? Do we fast regularly? Do we come to the church regularly? Etc. And I'm sure all of us you will find a list of excuses in your mind, in your heart. I am busy. I have no time. I am tired. I am overwhelmed. I have a lot of studies. Many, many excuses. But as they say, if there is a will, there is a way. And we can see this clearly in the case. He had a desire to see the Lord Jesus Christ. So he overcame all the obstacles. I think if we have the same desire, if we feel the same need as the chaos, then we will overcome all the excuses and all the obstacles. But unfortunately, many of us, we don't feel that we need God in our life. Yes, we do it as a routine when it is convenient to us. But if it is not convenient to us, then we will drop our relationship with God from our list. Although, why God actually wants to have a relationship with us? God is not in need of our worship. We are in need of Him. We are in need of Him. Let me tell you, when you have a relationship with God, God will give you things no one can give it to you. 
No a prince or a king or a president on earth can give you these things. No one actually can give you neither money nor power. Nothing can give you all these things that God will give you. When there is opportunity to make more money, when there is opportunity to meet like a president or a king or prime minister, we drop everything else in order to catch this opportunity. But all this actually cannot give you what God can give you. God will give you eternal salvation. Eternal salvation. Who can give us this eternal salvation and eternal life in the kingdom of God except Him? When actually we go to Him and be united with Him, we will receive this eternal salvation. As the Lord said, today salvation has come to this house. He granted salvation to the house of Zacchaeus. And the Lord said that He has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So, if we are lost, God came to save me. He came not to save those who feel they are righteous and godly, but He came to save those who are lost and who are in need of Him, like the case. God will give you peace and joy, peace that surpasses all understanding, and joy even in the midst of hardships and tribulations. See the story of the saints. Read them and see how they were peaceful and were joyful even in the most difficult time. And this is not a history. We actually see these things happening right now. For example, the martyrs who shed their blood uh, in Libya for the name of Christ from the Coptic Church and from the Ethiopian Church. How these people actually were very peaceful and very strong to face death in such strength. This is the gift of God to them. Forty years ago in Egypt, when President Sadat put His Holiness under uh, Pope Shenouda under house arrest and many bishops and priests and lay people in, in prison, how these people were not shaken. And actually some of them, they were offered uh, to get uh, pardoned from this if they uh, compromised the relationship with the church and they refused. And they chose to be in prison rather than, as it was said about Moses, he chose to see reproach with the people of God rather than temporal enjoyment in the house of Pharaoh. So when I'm saying peace and joy, these are not stories from the first century. These are stories and life that we saw and we lived right now with the people of God. God will grant you peace and will grant you joy and grant you eternal salvation. Also, God will grant you liberty and freedom. Those who commit sin are 
slaves of sin. Zacchaeus was a slave of love of money, but and greediness and unfairness. He was unfair and unjust. But when he met the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord liberated him from all this bondage. He is not a slave for the love of money. He is not anymore a slave for this harsh heart. No. Now he became so kind. You can see half of his money he distributed to the poor. And if he was unfair to anyone, he actually will restore fourfold. What transformation happened in his life? That, what, that is what the Lord did to him. When he met him, he transformed his heart from a heart full of love of money to love actually uh, to heart full of love of God. From heart who is very harsh and unfair to a heart that is full of compassion, kindness and generosity. This uh, liberty, this freedom, only the Lord will give it to you. If the Lord set you free, then you are free. And also, you will be one with Him. One with Him means you will share the glory of God. His glory will be our glory. We will be seated in His throne, as we read in the book of Revelation. We will receive glory and honor. We will be kings and priests with Him. So, His glory will be ours. The glory of God will be our. We will participate in this glory with Him. So, Christ actually did not come because He needs us. He came to give us blessing. No one else can give it to you. But in spite of this, He is despised. We leave Him at the door knocking asking us to open to him to enter and to bless our life but many of us will leave him outside knocking on the doors of our heart also God will give us more than what we ask or understand more than what we ask or understand Zacchaeus all his desire was to see the Lord from afar He did not imagine or comprehend or understand that Jesus can be a guest in his house. But the Lord actually lifted up his eyes to Zacchaeus and told him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. Definitely, this gift was above and beyond his imagination. Or what he was expecting just to see the Lord from above the tree. Nothing more than this. But the Lord told him, Come, today I will be, I must stay at your house. So God will give you more than what you understand or what you ask. And the Lord did not grant it Zacchaeus just to stay at his house, but also he granted him salvation when he said to him, Today salvation has come to this house. Also he defended Zacchaeus. He defended Zacchaeus. People actually said, 
he has gone to be a guest with a man who is sinner. But the Lord looked at this accusation and said to the people, Today salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of Abraham. He also is a son of Abraham. So the Lord defended him and he told them, even if he was unfair to the people, even if he was greedy, but the door of repentance is open for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Then actually when we look at this story, we can see the love of God, the abundant love of God, the limitless, the unconditional love of God toward all of us. And this love is not only uh, directed towards Zacchaeus or the sinful woman as we're going to read next week, but the love of God is for all of us. God so, God so loved the world. He loves each one and every one of us. But we are the one who close our hearts toward his love. But if we open our heart to him, and we have this desire, the desire of Zacchaeus, to see the Lord and to be connected with him, definitely the Lord will come and bless us and give us all these wonderful gifts that he granted to Zacchaeus and granted to everyone who is seeking him with a sincere heart. Let's dedicate this liturgy and ask with Zacchaeus to come, ask the Lord to come and bless the house of our heart, to enter our heart and in order to give us freedom from sin, in order to give us salvation, to give us peace, to give us joy, to give us all this wonderful blessing to be united with him and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.